taste you know what i mean it's a little taste i realized we talked about her winning the oscar for fight for you but i didn't even play the motherfucking song so that was her fight for you you know what i mean but back to motherfucking business we back in here episode 43 the k motherfucking podcast you know what time it is how the fuck are you doing I mean, first and foremost, as always, show some love, man. You know what I mean? I don't think that's asking too much. A little like, a little subscribe, share, follow, comment. You know what I mean? Whatever. Engagement, impressions, fucking fossil. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But listen, man. I know I told you about the... The river cleanup, you know what I'm saying, went well, as you can imagine, beautiful fucking day on Saturday, you know what I mean, saw two manatees, two alligators, bunch of turtles and fish and birds and shit, and then uh, 
I think I already said it was up by Blue Springs, up on my homie Stu's crib. So once we got finished we, with that, we went back to his house, got a little fucking workout in, you know what I'm saying, had some grub, and just a good day, man, good day Saturday, a little uh, afterwards, had a little get-together at the 6, the homies, and then finally fucking got some real hooping, not even real hooping because we didn't do full court or anything crazy on Sunday, but... Finally got some hooping where my back's not hurting afterwards. Let me say that. <laughs> Yesterday. And then uh, kept on schedule. Went to the fucking Cairo today. But back's definitely getting better, man. Looking up. So that shit's good. You know what I mean? And this week, single de Mayo. Single de Drinko for some of you guys. You know what I mean? But to anybody celebrating out there, Feliz Single de Mayo. Also, happy early Mother's Day. This coming weekend, I'm going to be heading up to the beach house to chill with my mom for the weekend. So happy early Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. But yeah, besides that, you know what I'm saying? Working. Working on music, beats, working on the pod, you know what I mean? Just trying to trying to fucking stay busy out here, then. You know what I'm saying? But we got some shit to talk about. I think we're going to stay on music since we opened with her. So I don't know if you heard... But DJ Khaled dropped a new album where, you know, he does these albums, as is his name, DJ Khaled. He's a DJ, so he does these kind of like a collaboration album where, you know, he'll put together all the music and he gets all these artists to come in and rap and sing and stuff. So uh, he does these every few years and he just put out his newest one called Khaled Khaled. And... uh it has it has a legendary legendary fucking collab, right? So if you're a hip hop head, you know one of the notorious beefs of hip hop was Nas and Jay Z back in the day, probably like early two thousands or something. And they were coming at each other, but now they're on a record together on Khaled's new shit. And I I want to say this is their first record together. I'm not positive, but I I think that it is. So um, it's a monumental. It was a monumental moment, I think, in hip hop to see them on the record together on a big album like DJ Khaled shit. I ha- honestly have not listened to the whole thing yet. I just heard little clips on Twitter and shit. So we're gonna listen to it live and get a you know what I mean live reaction here on the K podcast. But first and foremost. I got to show you the history. I got to show you, uh, this is Nas's diss towards Jay. Fucking, this is Ether. Fuck Jay-Z. What's up, niggas? Hey, yo, I know you ain't talking about me, dog. You? What? Fuck Jay-Z. You been on my dick, nigga. You love uh, my style, uh, nigga. Uh, 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 fuck with your soul like ether. Will. Teach you the king, you know you. Nah. Godson across the belly. Lose. I prove you lost the race. Brace uh. yourself for the main event. Y'all impatiently waiting. It's like an AIDS test. What's the results? Not positive. Who's the best? Pop, Nas, and Big. Ain't no best. East, West, North, South, Floor style greetings. 
I embrace y'all with napalm. Blows up, no guts, left chest, face gone. How can I be garbage? Send me autos at your cottage. Burner at the side of your dome. Come out of my throne. I got this lock since 9-1. I am the truest. Name a rapper that I ain't influenced. Gave y'all chapters, but now I keep my eyes on the Judas. With the wine, Sophie fame, kept my name in his music. Check it. I fuck with your soul like ether. Teach you the king, you know you. Son across the belly. I prove you lost already. Ask me the weeds, put my ashes out on these niggas, man. Hey, yo, you faggots, y'all kneel and kiss the motherfucking ring. Fuck with your soul like ether. Teach you the king, you know you. Son across the belly. I prove you lost already. I've been fucked over, left for dead, distant, forgotten. Luck ran out. They hope that I'll be gone, stiff and rotten. Y'all just piss on me, shit on me, spit on my grave. Talk about me, laugh behind my back, but in my face, shot some well wishes. Friendly acting, envy hiding snakes. With your hands out for my money, man, how much can I take when the streets keep calling? Heard it when I was asleep that this gazy and cockafella records wanted beef. Started cocking up my weapon, slowly loading up this ammo to explode it on a camel and his soldiers. I can handle this for Dolo and his manuscript. Just sounds stupid when KRS already made an album called Blueprint first. Biggie's your man, then you got the nerve to say that you better than big dick sucking lips. Won't you let the late great veteran live? Will. Nah, son across the belly. Loose. I prove you lost already. Uh. The king is back. Where my crown at? Ill will, will, rest in peace. Let's do it, niggas. I fuck with your soul like ether. Will. Teach you the king, you know you. Nah. Nah. Son across the belly. Loose. I prove you lost already. Y'all niggas deal with emotions like bitches. What's sad is I love you because you're my brother. You traded your soul for riches. My child, I've watched you grow up to be famous. And now I smile like a proud dad watching his only son that made it. You seem to be only concerned with dissing women. Were you abused as a child, scared to smile, they called you ugly? Well, life is harsh. Hug me. Don't reject me. I'll make records to disrespect me. Blatant or indirectly. In 88, you was getting chased to your building. Call it my crib and I ain't even give you my numbers. All I did was give you a style for you to run with smiling in my face glad to break bread with the guard wearing jazz chains no text no cash no cars no jail bars jigger no pies no case just hawaiian shirts hanging with little chase you a fan a phony a fake a pussy a stand i still whip your ass you 36 in a karate class Tabo trying to work it out, you trying to get brolic. Ask me if I'm trying to kick knowledge. Nah, I'm trying to kick the shit you need to learn though. The ether, the shit that make your soul burn slow. Is he Dame Diddy, Dame Daddy, or Dame Dummy? Oh, I get it. You Biggie and he's Puffy. Rockefeller died of AIDS, that was the end of his chapter. And that's the guy I chose to name your company after. Put it together. I rock hoes, y'all rock fellas. And now y'all trying to take my spot, fellas. Philly's hot rock, fellas. Put you in a dry spot, fellas. In a pine box with nine shots for my Glock, fellas. Foxy got you hot because you kept your face in a puss. What you think you getting girls now because of your looks? Negro, please. Huh. You know mustache having with whiskers like a rat compared to beans you whack. And your man stabbed on and made you take the blame. You ass went from jazz to hanging with Kane to Irv to Big. And Eminem murdered you on your own shit. You a dick riding faggot. You love the attention. Queens niggas run you niggas. Ask Russell Simmons. Huh. R-O-C. Get gunned up and clap quick. J.J. Evans. Get gunned up and clap quick. Boom, 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 boom. Jay-Z. Damn you on jazz dick. Shit. Yeah, man. If you ain't know, that's that ether sauce. <laughs> that I fucking love that song. But yeah, so that was Nas's diss 
on Jay. I don't remember what Jay's was, to be honest with you. That song, I was always a fan of both of them and still am, but that song alone always made me a more of a Nas fan than a Jay fan. I'll say that. Can't even lie to you, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I can't even lie. Said I can't even. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> that song. All right. After, <laughs> after this fucking DJ Khaled song, I gotta play. There's a Benny the Butcher and Royce song where Royce just keeps going, I can't even lie. <laughs> and me and my homie always joke about that shit, but I'm going to play this Khaled joint first. This is DJ Khaled, Nas, Jay-Z, and James Fauntleroy. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, don't mind me. I'm living that dream, living that dream. Yeah, came from nothing. Whoever thought that we would be living that dream, living that dream. Yeah, we the best music. Another one. DJ Khaled! Hear ye, hear ye, only kings stand near me. Silicon Valley money mixed with Henny, that's a Fendi. Half a century almost, slice the green like a lawnmower. Till we all on, never fall off, hear a boss talk. You don't hear me, that's your loss. Winner in life. Fuck a coin toss, I'm Coinbase Basically cryptocurrency, Scarface Join us, there's gotta be more of us I'm from the ghetto, what location? Two seconds from the devil I live heavenly in Cabo With a Mexican sombrero Drink heavily, health is wealth, health is wealth. Look at wealth in me, wipe your nose History, my type of clothes Miss me with the hate Help so many people get cake Whips and cream for the crew no other weed that think faster Time I spit this, I started some other business Came from the pitching Cane in the kitchen Dangerous missions Wasting your time if you want my forgiveness Sorry, not sorry Don't mind me I'm living that dream Living that dream, yeah Came from nothing Another beat. Haters still ain't recover from the other beat. Mm. That's a double B. Now that's a triple B. Can't forget about the other B. It's the white gloves for me. Hater know not to touch me. I'm with the fuckery. Fuck with me. Humbly. Humbly. Nah, respectfully. I'm a project, baby. Fuck y'all expect from me. Technically. America's disrespect for me You killed Christ, you created religion Unexpectedly Circular ice on Japanese whiskey On my mezzanine Overlooking the city of angels The angel investor in things Unprecedented run <laughs> Everybody's getting bands We just dance to different drums I like who I become Intermittent fasting But these meals, I'm not missing none Sorry Not sorry don't mind me, I'm living the dream. So that's sorry, not sorry. 
DJ Khaled featuring Nas, Hove, and James Fauntleroy. Definitely had like a old school classic kind of vibe to it, you know what I mean? And I'm sure you heard the line, I'm Coinbase, basically cryptocurrency, Scarface, you know, alluding to what we talked about, I think maybe last episode, about Nas's big come up on the Coinbase IPO. So, you know what I'm saying? They tell you to live your raps, you know what I mean? I'm sure he knew that that would be announced before this song came out, too. And even if not, like, it's still, still a fact, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm coin fucker, coin toss, I'm coin base, bitch. Uh, but it's just good to see, you know, that they were able to make amends. Obviously, they're grown-ass men. I believe in their 40s or 50s now. So... Because Ether was back in, you know, early 2000s. So, it's good to see them on a track, man. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Shouts to all of them. But this is the song I was talking about with Benny and Royce. Where I came la. This is Who Are You. I ain't gonna even lie. I be having things on my mind all of the time that I think I need. And I be knowing that I ain't gonna even buy. I'ma probably just rob and scheme. Man, I'ma rob you in a ride so clean. I ain't gonna even rob you blind. Nigga, I'ma rob you seen. I'm from a far side, no side you didn't seen. Y'all slaves to y'all own mind. And I'ma just play apartheid with your queen. Me, I ain't gonna even lie. Your bitch battered in a bag full of new cash at that rare tender. Ever since she got that new ass that she been dragging. Fam, she done been the last airbender Coming around here in them yoga pants Fuck making the pass that I'm past that Man, that bitch can have my whole advance I might even have to go against my better judgment Say fuck it and hold her hand Damn, I ain't gonna even lie Sunflower seeds, the only time you probably see shells fly Violence be right in my driveway by a nigga mailbox I don't know why I keep saying I ain't gonna lie Man, I don't even tell lies Look, there's wisdom in my words, but some men can't see it. Thinking they gon' find the truth in that shit they reading. My pen stay bleeding. This the pain from them days I spent sitting next to moms in them NA meetings. Knowing she gon' smoke again. First of the month, we was rolling, and by the time the fourth came, we was broke again. So the dope man fed us with Graham Sellers. I'm more Emmanuel Noriega than Mandela. They want me in the jam like I don't know no damn better. Crammed in a three-man cell, skimming through fan letters. Like what the fuck I'm doing here in the first place? When all the weed burn out, I'm in my worst shape. I think I'm cursed, wait, damn. Brand new pistol, I'm dying to take that bitch out like a first date. When it's my turn, watch the game get shifted. My brain is sickest, so every line pain inflicted. My brother went out like Dawson and Jermaine, I miss him. He had a bullet with his name in the chamber sitting. I hang with spitters, but really got my name in kitchens. So I do it for them niggas with that same ambition. This the part where the bitches and the cars get faster. The richer these rappers get, it's like the bars get trasher. I'm the wrong rapper, niggas wanna target after. I'm like Bob Backley, mixed with Marvin Hagler, the butcher. Niggas be claiming that they bleed loyalty. 
I know. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna even lie. I ain't gonna even lie. Yeah, man, that's Benny and Royce off Tana Talk 2. I'm saying, no, Tana Talk 3, my bad. Benny the Butcher's tape, Tana Talk 3. But yeah, man, I ain't gonna even lie. <laughs> um, staying on music, I know we mentioned Travis Barker doing all these projects with different people. I saw him and MGK just put out a new shit. Uh, a new song, a new shit. And uh, they just put out a new song. But I also saw he did a song with Willow Smith. And it's kind of like a pop punky kind of joint. Um, I know, you know, Will Smith started as a rapper before he got into acting and everything. And then his wife, Jada, was also a musician. And she was in, if I'm not mistaken, she was in like a heavy rock band. Like she was... She was the lead singer of a, I don't, I don't know if they're metal necessarily, but a heavy rock band. Um, so Willow, I guess, is, you know, channeling her inner Jada vibes on this song, Transparent Soul. Willow Smith and Travis Barker. Uh, yeah, I'll let you hear it. It's definitely got some of those kind of vibes. Vibes. So, um, that was Willow and Travis, you know, a little vibe for you, a little transparent soul vibe. Um, it's just crazy how much fucking, how many different music projects that dude's involved in. But yeah, shouts to both of them, man. Um, staying on music, Willie Nelson just turned 88. Happy birthday, Willie Nelson. Goddamn fucking <laughs> still doing it. Still smoking, still fucking plucking on the guitar. You know what I mean? Shouts to Willie Nelson. I also saw that, uh, I guess Meg is taking a break. Meg the Stallion. Uh, kind of just taking a break from music. I mean, she's been 
you know, she's been going pretty hard since she came onto the scene, whenever that was, 2017, 18, or whatever. So, I mean, it makes sense for your mental health and probably just exhausted, you know what I'm saying? And also, I saw that Kaylani put out a video of her coming out, which uh, I'm going to play in a second. Actually, I just need to find it. But when I first heard of Kaylani, I actually thought that she was a lesbian. I mean, not that it matters, but I always thought she was a lesbian. And then she, you know, started dating, um, what's his name, YG, had a child with YG. But she put out this video where she's basically just like, yeah, you know, I'm gay. I'm going to play it right here. I'm just going to fucking say it because everybody keeps bringing it up to me. You know the video where my homegirl's on live and I'm on her live and it's only like fucking 30 people on the live and they're like, Kelani, what's new? And I'm like, I finally know I'm a lesbian. Well, it's fucking true. I am gay, 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 gay. But now my thing is, right, like when I want to have these like heart to heart to my family and my friends and I'm like, guys, <laughs> I finally know that I'm a, that I'm gay. Like I'm gay, gay. And they're like, we know. Duh. Stupid. Like, duh. I just feel like, no. Like, I want you to fall on the floor and be like, congratulations. We had no idea. Shit. Damn. Everyone's just like, duh. You're the only one who didn't fucking know. The fucking closet was glass. So I guess I just wanted y'all to know that everyone knew but me so yeah i mean shouts to kaylani it's it is interesting that like from her perspective you know uh that is kind of so common now that she can't even have the joy and the relief i guess of coming out because you know her, she said her family's gonna be like yeah we know we already know that shit uh i don't know if that's you know a common occurrence or not but shouts to kaylani much love to her you know what i mean I know it's a big moment for a lot of people, so. But that might be it for music. Actually, also, Young Thug and Gunna posted bail for 20 to 30 nonviolent offenders in Fulton County, Georgia, which I thought was pretty fire, too. You know, give it back to the community. I know they're both from the Atlanta, Georgia area. So I don't know exactly what these... Um, what these people in jail had done that they let out, but it said nonviolent, so, you know, no murders or anything are being set loose on the streets. Don't worry. But I'm sure it's just, like, bullshit weed charges and shit like that. I know Georgia's pretty strict on that stuff. Um, so, yeah, man, shouts to Young Thug and Gunna. I thought that was a pretty dope move on their part. But I think that might be it for music. Let me double-check. Yeah, I think so. Nope. <laughs> also, New York City officially dubs December 18th as DMX Day. Mark your fucking calendars. DMX Day, we out in the streets fucking barking our asses off. You understand? Oh! <laughs> nah, but for real. Rest in peace, DMX. So, DMX Day, New York City, man, I, you know. Dope as fuck. People get streets and stuff when you get a whole fucking day dedicated to you every day. I don't know. I don't know what would be better, a street or a day. But either way, he's being honored as he rightfully should be. Rest in peace to the dog.
Alright, so now, actually, the final music thing. I just saw literally this morning that the, the Descendants, the OG punk rock band, The Descendants, is putting out a new... It looks like it's a documentary slash album in July. And it's monumental because this band is like... It's like the Ramones, you know, people think of the Ramones for the OG punk rock bands who kind of started the movement and shit, but the Descendants are definitely up there as well. Um, This thing says, Descendants are an American punk rock band formed in 1977 in Manhattan Beach, California by guitarist Frank Navetta, bassist Tony Lombardo, and drummer Bill Stevenson. So I thought that was pretty dope. I mean, as you guys know, I'm into punk rock and shit. But I'll probably play some of that stuff as it comes along uh, just to kind of show you how important that they are to punk rock and just, you know, like I said, one of the OGs, triple OG, rather than play a Descendants song, I'm actually going to play a NoFX song who... No effects. I think I might have even mentioned on here before. Uh, I mean, they're a legendary punk rock band in themselves. They started in like the late 80s, early 90s. But they actually have this song called 13 Stitches where he writes about seeing the Descendants play live for the first time when he was growing up. So it's kind of like it shows you the influence, you know what I'm saying? I always thought that was kind of cool, just paying homage to him in the song. Uh, so this is No Effects, 13 Stitches. The first time I saw the Descendants They were the fastest band I'd ever seen No one in the crowd really cared for them We were waiting for the alley cast to play After a couple months I heard Kabuki Girl On Rodney on the Rock late Sunday night That was enough for me I hopped the bus To the Gurish Pizza and bought DOA with millions of dead cops The latter band played faster than I could believe But the song sounded the same and kind of sucked Except John Wayne was a Nazi And Joey Shithead was a drunk Then John Macias beat some hippie to a pulp Cause having long hair was a mistake Yeah, man. And I'm actually going to play just real quick because he says the first time I heard Kabuki Girl by Descendants. So I'm going to go ahead and play Kabuki Girl for yes. This is the Descendants. And yeah, this shit is albums from 1982. Albums called Milo Goes to College. And once again, the song is Kabuki Girl. Look out, get out of my way. I'm going to the Tommy Cafe.
know what I mean? Shouts to the Descendants. It's weird because their name is Descendants, not The Descendants. But shouts to Descendants. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was the last thing that we had for music, if I'm not mistaken. Saying. All right, last, last, last thing, I swear. Last thing on music, RIP to legendary audio engineer Al Schmidt. I saw the other day that he had passed. Um, I'm not sure what from, but RIP to Al Schmidt. So that was the last music thing, I swear. Moving on, shout out to Pun, DJ Dynasty. Wrestling the Rap Game podcast is officially live. Uh, I know we were talking about that on here with him on the phone and when he came to visit the show. So shouts to WTRG, Wrestling the Rap Game Podcast. Make sure you check that out on the YouTube and all podcast streaming platforms. You hear me? And speaking of pod, man. Speaking of the pod, you know what I mean? The boys are back. JBP boys back to business, baby. Guess who just got back today? Them wild eyed boys that had been away. Haven't changed, had much to say. But man, I still think them cats are crazy. They were asking if you were around, how you was, where you could be found. Told them you were living downtown Driving all the old men crazy Yes, sir. The JBP boys are back to business. I know I mentioned that Rory and Maul had taken a brief hiatus from the show. And rightfully so. There was kind of tension building specifically between Joe and Rory. Um, This is the Joe Budden podcast for those who maybe haven't listened to previous episodes. And um, Joe brought in two of his other homies, Ice Ice and Ish. To kind of fill in while Maul and Rory took their hiatus. But they're back, you know what I mean? They do explain kind of, um, you know, just... It was just tension and lack... Not lack of respect, but... Uh, or I guess, yeah, not disrespect, but more more so a lack of respect. Which, you know, they always say, like, don't do business with your friends and stuff like that. So I guess when you do, you get situations like this. But the boys are back in town, yeah. You know I mean, back to business over at the JBP. So if you're a fan of that show, then you know they back. But what else we got over here? I mean, that was it for potting, really. I also saw that the UFC. Since it seems like we've been talking about fighting more and more, but the UFC announced an IPO last week. And also said that they're officially getting into, like, they're going to start getting involved with cryptocurrency as well as NFTs, which I thought was really interesting. Um, And I have, yeah, I have an article here about it. Let me see what this thing says. So the title of the article is UFC Files Trademark for Cryptocurrencies. 
The Ultimate Fighting Championship has signaled their intent to get involved in NFTs. The UFC is the world's premier MMA promotion and it's poised to start selling NFTs. The UFC has filed two trademarks. The applications were first noticed by Josh Gerben, founder of law firm Gerben Intellectual Property. The first is a trademark to launch a UFC-branded cryptocurrency. The application makes room for fungible and non-fungible tokens alike. It encompasses cryptocurrency services, namely providing a digital currency, digital token, or non-fungible token for use by members of an online community via a global computer network. The second provides an app for its would-be cryptocurrency. The application reads, Downloadable software which provides members to receive, access, spend, trade, and manage cryptocurrency, digital currency, digital tokens, non-fungible tokens, digital collectible, and digital assets. The filings were made with the United States Patent and Trademark Office on April 23rd. The UFC may be dipping its toe into the NFT business, but current UFC heavyweight champion Francis Naganu, I'm sorry, I don't think I'm pronouncing that correctly, has already beaten the promotion to it. Naganu made more money from NFTs he released after beating Stipe Miocic for the heavyweight title $58,000 than what the UFC guaranteed him for the title bout itself. The UFC's patent applications may be recent, but the MMA promotion already began working to put its most famous fighters, like Conor McGregor, on the blockchain. Dapper Labs, the team behind CryptoKitties, began working with the UFC in 2020 to create digital collectibles of its most famous fighters. The UFC's moves signal how yet another popular American sport, mixed martial arts, has embraced the booming NFT market. To date, basketball, football, and baseball, by far America's most watched sports, have all jumped on the NFT bandwagon. NBA Top Shot, an online marketplace where users can buy the NBA's most memorable moments as NFTs, has already become a household name in the wider world of crypto. But it hasn't stopped individual players or specific franchises from embracing NFTs themselves. Jalen Suggs, current Gonzaga star and hot NBA prospect, recently released his March Madness game-winning shot as an NFT. The Golden State Warriors, one of the NBA's most popular franchises today, also recently released a series of NFTs celebrating the team's greatest moments. In the NFL world, a rookie trading card of now seven-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady recently sold for $1.68 million worth of Litecoin. Brady has also launched his own NFT platform with some of the world's biggest sports and tech companies including Spotify, Apple, and DraftKings. Rob Gronkowski, Tom Brady's favorite teammate in New England and Tampa Bay, is also fully on board the NFT train. His NFT collection sold for $1.6 million in March of this year. Elsewhere in the NFL, Carolina Panther Russ Okung and Kansas City Chief Sean Culkin have converted part or all of their NFL salaries to Bitcoin.
In baseball, Red Sox legend Ted Williams' daughter has released an NFT collection chronicling the Hall of Fame career of her father. The auction, which took place earlier this month, saw some of the proceeds go to charity. Beyond America's mainstay sports, MMA has surged in popularity during the last decade, and the UFC might be next in line to embrace NFTs. So yeah, man, I thought that was kind of dope. I know we've talked about NFTs and we're talking about crypto and everything. So it, it kind of solidifies that this shit really is booming if these major sports outfits are getting involved with it. Um, I think it definitely solidifies that it's it's going to be here for quite some time. You know what I mean? It's not just a fad that's coming and going with fucking computer nerds or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Like, Because I first heard about cryptos back in you know, I don't know, 2011, 2012, and I just never took it seriously, but I think now it's kind of undeniable, and I, you know, my mind has since changed, I've been involved with crypto now, I think, as I've mentioned, but it definitely solidifies the legitimacy of it, I guess, and I mean, it's just insane, man, a digital photo or memory from a game or whatever is selling for over a million dollars like that's fucking it's a crazy world we live in right now man it's a crazy time to be alive you know what i'm saying you just gotta figure it out finesse the world shouts to Reggie Reggie. but yeah man you just gotta do what you can you know what i mean so shouts to the ufc uh let's see what else we got over here I guess just speaking of investing and all that stuff, a different type of investing. Well, not really. <laughs> but I saw this uh, this little blurb the other day that I thought was interesting. I'm going to read it and then we'll talk about it. It says, Investors as well as cannabis companies and executives are rushing into psychedelics, a multi-billion dollar opportunity that reminds some of the early days of marijuana. Although this infant industry could play out much differently. The potential market opportunity for psychedelics is as much as $100 billion globally, according to Vancouver, British Columbia-based investment banking firm Canaccord Genuity. Scientists believe psychedelics could help treat a range of mental health and behavioral issues, including depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, addiction, and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, ADHD. The main ingredient, psilocybin, can activate serotonin receptors, stimulating neural activity in the brain and enhancing consciousness. Studies done since 2016 by John Hopkins University in Maryland and other researchers show potential for psychedelics to treat persistent depression. Here are just a few indicators of the wave of interest in psychedelics. In the past year alone, dozens of companies have moved into the space, either as psychedelic-only companies or from other industries such as bioscience, pharmaceuticals, and cannabis. A number of cannabis scientists in Canada and the U.S. have shifted to psychedelics or are now in both industries. Cannabis executives are embracing the trend. For example, 
Former Canopy Growth CEO Bruce Linton is a board member and large stockholder of one of the biggest psychedelic companies, New York-based MindMed, which started trading on the NASDAQ on April 27th. It's the early days again. It's like going back 20 years in the journey of cannabis, said Callum Hughes, CEO of Vancouver, British Columbia-based Allied Corp a cannabis company that is developing psychedelic products. So yeah, man, I mean, I just thought that was, you know, monumental. We've seen cannabis change so much in my 30 years of life, and now it seems like psychedelics are going down the same path. So I don't know. I mean, I'm an advocate of psychedelics, so I definitely am all for this kind of shit, you know what I'm saying? Maybe not for everybody, but at least do the research and figure out the positive and negative effects on it. You know what I mean? Like, what is that fucking, uh, what is that book? There's a book that talks about essentially how the U.S. pretty much banned research from stuff like cannabis and psychedelics. Ah, fuck, I can't, I'm blanking right now. I can't think of what it's called, but, um, yeah, man, shouts out to all the, you know what I mean? Psychedelic savages out there, done. About to fucking take over. I know Oregon has been on that that path for quite some time, I believe. I, I think they legalized all drugs, if I remember correctly. But definitely psychedelics. At maybe Colorado, too. But yeah, man, it, just, it seems like it's heading down the same path that cannabis has gone down. So it's just it's good to see these negative stim- stigmas finally being squashed you know what i mean people are opening up their eyes and their minds and just seeing that i mean it's fucking it's here for a reason you know what i'm saying it's a fungus cannabis is a plant that just grows naturally you know what i mean god giving plants out here even if you vegan you can enjoy that shit b the fuck but what else we got here i think the rest of this stuff is gonna be pretty serious from here on out um first thing i wanted to talk about i saw ahmaud arbery murder suspects are indicted with federal hate crime charges federal grand jury charges with three men involved in ahmaud ahmaud arbery shooting with hate crimes and one count of interference of rights and attempted kidnapping and before we get into this situation, I want to play this quick video only because I thought it was interesting. I'm not going to spoil the video, but this guy looks like the dude speaking in this video I'm about to play literally looks almost just like one of the, the three guys who is being charged um, in the Arbery case. So it was interesting to see. You know, don't don't always judge a book by its cover because this dude looks exactly the same, but his fucking his mentality is obviously in a different a different space, a much better space. Periods don't exist, and no, I don't mean punctuation. I mean the whole minstrel myth, the idea that once a week, every month for their like entire adult lives, women bleed from their genitals. I just don't believe it. It's a complete hoax. They just want chocolate. They want attention. It's BS. My genitals have never bled. And I know lots of women, and I have never seen their genitals bleed. And therefore, it just doesn't exist. There might be one or two women out there who have experienced bleeding, but it's a small number. And it's 
choice. They could stop bleeding if they wanted to. They just, they like the attention. Everything I just said was complete and utter bull wanted you to hear how it sounds when white people claim that systemic racism doesn't exist because it doesn't happen to them. Boom. So yeah, I don't know what that dude's name is, but shouts to that gentleman. Like I said, don't judge a book by its cover. I mean, this dude looks like he could be on Duck Dynasty, but is, you know, spitting facts. Spitting motherfucking facts out here. So yeah, it, it doesn't list the article that I screenshotted didn't or the, not even the article, this little clip that I screenshotted didn't have these three guys' names. But fuck these three gentlemen. You know what, I take that back. Not gentlemen. Fuck these three scumbags. Fucking pieces of shit. Hopefully the Chauvin outcome is is just the start. You know what I mean? It's just the turning of the tide and... These motherfuckers actually start getting charged and thrown behind bars because this shit, shit is fucking crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's, you know, it's inhumane. And then I saw in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, I believe this was last week, they had declared a state of emergency prior to body cam footage being released of Andrew Brown Jr. being killed by police. I guess the the video was so bad and, you know, so graphic that they knew if, if it got out to the public that it was going to be civil unrest. Because um, supposedly what I was reading was that the autopsy that they performed post-mortem, the autopsy showed a kill shot to the back of the head, like execution style. But this is from police. You understand? So, if that's true, uh, I mean, that's unreal, dude. I, I don't know if putting them behind bars would be enough. Like I always say, I don't wish death on anybody, but if police officers, them killing innocent people is bad enough. Uh, you know, oh, I, I thought it was my taser, like all this other bullshit is fucking like, that's not bad enough. Now they're literally hunting people down and executing them in North Carolina. So I don't know, man, that shit's spooky. Let me see if I can find an update on that one. The killing of a 42-year-old black man in coastal North Carolina by sheriff's deputies is being scrutinized by state and federal authorities. And Governor Roy Cooper has called for a special prosecutor to take over the case from a local district attorney. The fatal shooting of a man, Andrew Brown Jr., on April 21st, while he was apparently driving away from deputies who were trying to execute a drug-related search and arrest warrant, is drawing a lot of attention, coming so soon after the shooting deaths of Adam Toledo, 13, in Chicago, and Makia Bryant, 16, in Columbus, Ohio. Anger and frustration are mounting as Mr. Brown's family, backed by public officials, seeks the release of the body camera footage of his final moments and as the names of the officers involved have not, be, have not been released. Here's what we know about the death of Mr. Brown. Just before 8.30 a.m. on April 21st, deputies with Puskawanatak, I don't fucking know, Deputies with the sheriff's office dressed in tactical gear drove down a residential street and arrived at a home in Elizabeth City, video footage shows. 
Moments later, several shots were fired at Mr. Brown. The video was obtained by Wavy, a Virginia-based television station, through a public records request. A 20-second snippet of the shooting from a deputy's body camera was released to Mr. Brown's family and their lawyer, who called it an execution. A private autopsy paid for by his family showed that he was hit by five bullets and killed by a shot to the head. You can't make this shit up, man. This is fucking spooky as hell. The family's lawyer said that Mr. Brown was sitting inside his car, hands firmly on the wheel when gunshots were fired. He did not appear to be holding a weapon and was driving away as the police continued to shoot. But the local prosecutor said the footage showed that Mr. Brown was trying to escape and that his car struck deputies who then began shooting. The Pasquana tank, God, how do you, Pasquan tank? I'm fucking up this county, I know I am. The Pasquantank County Sheriff said that the deputies had been executing an arrest warrant on felony drug charges, but he did not say how many deputies were on the scene, how many of them opened fire, and how many rounds were fired. The shooting is being investigated by the North Carolina State Bureau of Investigation. The local version of a SWAT team, as well as deputies from another agency, were executing the arrest warrant when Mr. Brown was shot, the authorities said. Such raids account for only a small share of officer-involved fatalities, but in a country where 4 in 10 adults have guns in their homes, they are the most combustible. And the police often use major shows of force to take these actions. Mr. Brown's family was told that no drugs or weapons had been retrieved from the property or the car, their lawyer said last week, and their legal team has not yet seen the search warrant that officials say was being executed at the time of the shooting. So yeah, man, I mean, it sounds like a bunch of BS, even if... Um, even if it was true, I mean, we just played a couple episodes ago, I played that video where the same scenario happens with a white dude and he actually had a gun, but he straight up drove away and cops were just like, Hey man, please don't do this, man. Come on, man. You know what I mean? So then with this dude, they shoot him five times and execution style murder him with a shot to the back of the head. Like this, it's, it's fucking disgusting, dude. And it's just like the the Duck Dynasty guy said in the video. If if you don't see it or you're still denying it or whatever, like you're, I mean, you're a fucking idiot, dude. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. You're either an idiot or you're in denial, one of the two. Your brain has not blessed you with the power of free thought and intelligence or you're just ignoring it and acting like it's not real because it doesn't affect you directly, most likely. So, um, right, yeah, man, rest in peace to Andrew Brown Jr. Fuck those cops. You know what I mean? I, this shit just goes on and on, man. Like, I don't know. I, I would like to do an episode and not have to talk about this shit. You know what I'm saying? But it keeps fucking happening. And it's depressing, so fucking stop. You fucking dicks. Also, real quick, I saw that the feds were using a search warrant, finally for some good, to search uh, Rudolph Giuliani's home. 
with his involvement with Trump and everything that's been going on the past couple of years, I guess the federal government got a warrant to search his, I think his office and his home. I don't know if anything has concluded out of that yet, but I did think that was interesting. You know what I mean? Fucking finally, fucking finally some shit. You know what I mean? Some shit that should, that the law should be doing besides fucking murdering people. You know what I mean? Go lock up some of these corrupt fucks. You know what I'm saying? Fucking Wall Street crooks. Fuck out of But I think that might have been all we have for today, man. Um, also, shout out to the Brooklyn Nets. I saw they just secured the number one spot in the East. Yeah, I mean, beating the Raptors. I'm actually heading up to Brooklyn later this month to see my brother and some family up there. You know what I'm saying? So shouts to BK, yeah, me. But, um, yeah, man, I think that was kind of all we had for today for episode 43, you understand what I'm saying? But I think, uh, you know, before we get to the fucking real outros, I think, I like, we kind of... De- I feel like we kind of got a pattern now of doing like an intro and outro song. I know I do. I got the little ditty that I did, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that shit's still hilarious to me, by the way. If you don't like it, fuck out of here. But um, I feel like we've also been kind of doing intro and outro songs more or less. Just to you know, set a little vibe, you know what I'm saying? But actually, I'll just do it. You know what? Stay super fly, son. If you ain't super fly, some of you guys is fly, all right? But around here, we stay super fly, bitch.
I mean, sometimes you just gotta keep it super fly, done. But yeah, man, it's gonna wrap up episode 43. You know what I'm saying? As always, you know the fucking vibes. Stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy, and stay motherfucking tuned. Alright? Hasta luego. I'm gonna see you at 44, you heard? Shit, you already know how I'm coming 44. 44? Shit. <laughs> Alright, man. One love. Peace. The Cave Podcast. That's a wrap. Sayonara. Fuck out. You don't have to go home, you just can't stay here, alright?